Welcome to the Everyday Ironman podcast, where we talk to real athletes just like you and me that are working to complete an incredible goal. My name is Jenna Russell. And I'm Mike Bosch. And with us today is Ironman triathlete and podcast host, Brittany Anderson. Brittany, welcome to the show. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much for having me. I feel honored. Uh, we are excited to have you on the show tonight. Um, we're really interested to get to know a little bit more about you. We've got some questions. We're going to put you on the hot seat here in a second. Awesome. <laughs> but, <Before we're> <laughs> yeah, but we always like to give our guests just a little bit uh, of um, an opportunity to level set with the audience of who we're dealing with. So if you wouldn't mind, could you just give us a little bit about um, where you live? Uh, are you in a relationship? Do you work full-time, go to school? I mean, we're not setting up a dating profile, but we <laughs> but we really want to get an idea of what kind of time constraints we're dealing with, right? Because we all know that triathlon takes up a lot of time. And we uh -huh. like to talk about how you're balancing those things. And then lastly, uh, would you consider yourself to be an athletic person prior to entering the sport of triathlon. Okay. Okay. Wow. Thanks for some guidelines. That was good. Some parameters. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's a loaded question. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah. I'm Brittany. I'm from Vancouver, Canada. Um, and I am married. Um, we've been married. Well, we've been together for 23 years oh, and wow. we have three kids together. Um, our kids are 13, 14 and 11. So a uh, bit of a busy household, uh, and if you can, sorry, good timing. Here are the two dogs yapping in the back <laughs> in the background. We have two of those also. <laughs> totally understand. Uh, yeah. Would I consider myself an athlete before going down the triathlon world? Um, yeah, definitely. I think I've always been an active individual through my childhood. Um, played well. I danced a lot, and then I played a few uh, varieties of sports in high school. I did a lot of track and field, mm. and um, ironically, at that time, I didn't like running so much. So I, so I narrowed myself more to the field events, and I did a lot of high jump, which took me um, to Europe actually, and throughout oh, wow. the state a little bit. So. Um, kind of got the bug for travel back back in my early years. But um, yeah, ever since then, I kind of, you know, met my now husband, gained the freshman 15, got really lazy <laughs> um, and bounced, bounced the other direction fairly quickly after that. I got myself back turned around and, um, and rediscovered my passion for um, activity and for endurance sport. And I actually found myself into the endurance world um, through my pregnancies, I was dying to actually move my body and be able to breathe with my lungs again with not a human inside of me. And so um, after all of my pregnancies, I set myself a, a big goal. And so um, I, I did my first marathon after the birth of our first child. And then after when I was pregnant with my second, I, I figured hey, this triathlon uh, sport sounds really intriguing. And so um, I set myself a goal and did a 70.3 mm. um, nine months later once she was born. And then uh, the third one came and I said, okay, well, let's do another one. And I uh, took myself to Hanu and did the 70.3 over in Hawaii. Oh, so cool. yeah, it's been, it's been a lot of fun and adventures and just, yeah, 
I've been I've been loving moving my body ever since. Wow, that's a that's a lot to break down there, Brittany. Uh, I, I want to start with. I, the, I have so many questions. Yeah, I want to start with the <laughs> fact that I didn't realize we we Jenna we got the opportunity to speak to another international guest. Technically, <laughs> you're in Canada, so uh, I'm going to count that little mark there. Um, so w- when you were in high jump, so we don't get super super personal, but how tall are you? I'm uh, like five nine and a bit. Okay, so you're pretty tall. Um, how high could you high jump? You know, it's so funny because now our kids are doing this in high school and we're like, I'm like, oh gosh, like I had to text my dad and be like, Hey, like what was my like personal best? Yeah. <laughs> I think I was like, a like around 160. Um, so, but I mean, if I could even like, I could never do that again. <laughs> that, that was the prime of my, <laughs> but it was my... taller than you though. Right. Oh yeah. So you could yeah, jump yeah, up. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. so I'm going to, I'm going to ask this question and I'm going to give Jenna an opportunity because I know she's sitting there over there on the edge of her seat. Could you, could you, <laughs> could you slam dunk a basketball? Oh gosh, no. Really? <laughs> oh, I would have thought if you could have jumped, if you could have jumped your height that you'd been able to do that. Did you ever try? Probably not. No, okay. I did play basketball though. Okay. No. I'm... Okay. Just it's a checking. bit of a different jump too. I don't know. I'm just checking. You know, you never know. You never know. <laughs> I was too little to do high jump, so I did not. But yeah. I do know it because I was a track athlete too. So, but I couldn't do high jump. But I do know it's a different jump than a basketball. Than basketball. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would have thought Jenna, you'd be more in the limbo uh, category of being able to go low under the bar, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's me. <laughs> My whole yeah, five guilty. foot tall. <laughs> That is, that is funny. So you got right back into it after your, uh, your pregnancies, Jenna, that's something that, that you had said that you did. That's what I wanted to ask about. Yeah. Yeah. So you said you were pregnant when you were starting this journey or was it postpartum? Um, so to be totally honest here, (laughs) my, my dad wanted to do the New York city marathon. Mm. And so he put it out to, my siblings and myself, that we would have, you know, a family vacation paid for, for whoever wanted to come along and do the marathon with him. I love that. And so for, for my family, it was either my husband or I, and then my siblings. Anyways, one of my siblings did it and uh, my husband did not. So that meant me being pregnant, deciding that once this, this child comes out of me, I'm beginning training because we're going to New York. So so that put the motive um, in inside of me, and um, yeah, just from there, just really enjoyed. I I guess I experienced a new level of pushing myself that um, yeah. and moving my body and having a goal. And ever since, I've just not looked back. I'm a big goal setter, and um, and just love to see what our bodies can do. I love that. Yeah, I just I'm now what, 18, 19 months postpartum. And I started my journey about six months after my son was born, our second one. Yeah. That I was, how far out were you from birth that you did the marathon? Uh, Six months. Six months. Holy moly. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was props to you. (laughs) (laughs) That one was a quick one. (laughs) And was that? Yeah. And you did a whole marathon. (laughs) Was that your, was that your first marathon? Um, that was, yes. So your very first marathon, you ran the New York City Marathon after six six months after giving birth. To your, wow, that is crazy. Set the bar pretty high. I, I did. Seriously. <laughs> I thought doing a 5K was a lot six months postpartum. 
<laughs> absolutely it is. Everyone's in just a different time yeah. and space, right? So yeah, absolutely. That is so cool. So do you, are you still actively um, training, racing uh, right now? Yeah. So this year kind of had a few curveballs and, and um, trips and whatnot. I had my 40th birthday. So my, my fall was a little bit different in terms of not doing any races and whatnot, but um, I actually am trying to get back into the training miles now as I'm going to do the trans Rockies run in March, which is um, in the Moab uh, desert in Utah. Mm. So it's a three day kind of stage running trail race. So that's what I have first up on my on my calendar for racing in twenty three. Oh wow! How and how far will you run during that? To be honest, I've kind of thrown myself into it and not looked a ton at it. There's <laughs> there's different um, stages every day, so yeah. it's something along the lines of ten miles day one, thirty miles day two, and then like eighteen miles day three. Oh, wow. So. But not a huge amount of elevation. So that's the bonus because where I live, literally, I I leave my front door and there's tons of elevation everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. So you're in, you said Vancouver, uh, Canada, which is, and and I'm not great with uh, United States geography, so don't even get me started in Canada, but you're above Washington State, right? Okay. Up in that area. Yeah, we're on the water with the mountains at the back on the Pacific, uh, the Pacific side. So yeah, like Seattle's a three and a half hour drive away and we're just above Bellingham. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So how do you, uh, how do you balance like your training schedule with your, all the things you got going on? I mean, you still have, uh, teenage kids, right? And they're, they're probably active in their sports and activities and stuff like that when do you find time to get your training in yeah thanks uh yeah they are they're pretty busy my my training hours are mainly um before anyone wakes up so i usually wake up early um they are since they're a little bit older now i can usually get things done you know from nine till 11 in the morning also if i needed that extra bonus time but I, I seriously find that whenever I try and use that flex time, my day goes, you know, goes in the other direction. So I'm definitely safer to do it first thing in the morning when the house is still quiet. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 So, so Jenna, that's what you have look forward to when, uh, when your boys are okay. 10, 11, 12, you'll be able to get up at four o'clock in the morning and get all your workouts in. So get ready. That's some really good positivity. So great. Tyler was listening. He would laugh in your face. <laughs> I am not a morning person and he knows it. And <laughs> but, I, but I think you I think you can become a morning person, right? I don't think that I was historically a morning person. And I I I find that when I do my early, early morning workouts, I'm more successful. Uh, yeah. I, I know it's like a pain getting out of bed and stuff like that, but it's yeah. just almost like you you check that box and it sets your whole day up for success. I mean, Brittany, I don't know how you are, but if I try to, if I say, oh, I'm going to go work out at lunch, there's too many excuses or after work or whatever, right? It's like, it's like you said with your flex time. Yeah, absolutely. If anything, uh, like there's not, there's no hope for me doing anything after like noon. (laughs) None. For sure. For sure. We'll see. I don't know. <laughs> I really, I can't you get, it's the act of getting out of my warm bed <laughs> that yes. I just can't do. 
it's a new habit, um, right? Like new habits it really are hard is. to form, but once you get into it, then um, you do. And yeah. if it's, if that becomes the only time of day that you know you're not going to have any interruptions, then you kind of so slowly like learn to you know not love yeah, it. Right. I'm not going to say love it, but <laughs> you're right. Yeah, it's nice in the summer when I can work out at like nine or ten a.m. That's like prime workout time for me because I'm awake, but I've had the time to sleep in. Too yeah. bad it only happens for like three months a year. <laughs> yeah. It'll be okay. There, you got time. You have time to ease yourself into it. Your boys are still young. So you, you got like, you got a good eight, nine years before you have to deal with all that. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> so, so, so Brittany, talk, talk to us a little bit about, um, being in the Betty squad. We, we know that you're in the Betty squad and I, I had the opportunity to talk, talk to Ashley, uh, yeah. a couple of uh, weeks back and she gave me a little bit about what it meant to her, but I, but I, what I've found talking to different athletes, things mean different things to different people, right? It's not, it's, it's, we, we all That's share some experience, but we always, we always have a personal experience as well. What does being a, a member of the Betty squad mean to you? So a, a quick back history, I guess, when I did my, um, my full Ironman back in 2017, um, I ended up coming across a kit that I loved and the kit was Betty. Um, so that was my first introduction to it. Um, not only was it like cute and stylish, it was also to be totally honest, so comfortable. Mm. And so it ended up being the only kind of kits that I would buy for cycling and for triathlon. Um, but the real cool thing about that race was that I was wearing this, this kit that had, you know, her skulls and her signature looks on it. And these people on the course and off the course were, were, you know, screaming like, go Betty, go Betty. And just the camaraderie that came along with that was just so, um, inspiring. Yeah. And so I kind of looked more into it after that and started applying to be, um, on the Betty squad, which is kind of a bit of an ambassador, I would say okay. as the best, the best way to explain it. Um, we're not, sell we're not out here selling anything, um, for Kristen or anything, but we're just a part of like this, this community of like-minded women, mm -hmm. um, who enjoy to, you know, push our bodies through sports and, um, and meet when we can and race together when we can and just bring this whole camaraderie together. So um, to be a part of a team that helps inspire and push you as well has been um, such a such a cool experience. This I'm going into my third year on this squad. And so I started kind of in the COVID year. Mm. Um, so I've, I've been able to meet maybe a handful, two handfuls of women um, so far. And every race that I go to, I meet new ones. And um, yeah, it's been a really unique and cool experience. So cool. um, Kristen's done a really great job of, of building not just a brand, but kind of like a sisterhood around it. That is awesome. I love that. Yeah. 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 So do you think that, um, do you think the kit was, you said it was stylish, which makes sense. Do you think there, the comfort had something to do with that? It was a, 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 a kit designed by women for women. Was there any aspect of that? Because, you know. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Fits in all the right places and, you know, no chafing <laughs> and yeah, from, from day one. So, I mean, yeah, my husband's like about time you're on the squad because <laughs> my closet's full of them. <laughs> that is, <laughs> that's funny. You're supporting me. Might as well be a part of it. That's pretty funny. That Yeah. Because we, we hear that all the time. You're like, well, it looks cute, but it's not comfortable. And yeah. in the world of triathlon, that doesn't fly very well, right? It's gotta, it's gotta be, no. it almost has to be comfortable before it's stylish in a way, right? Very true. Yeah. Function, function over fashion, but you know, she's just nailed it where it's, where it's both. So it's great. That is awesome. Do you guys, yeah. do you guys have like organized team events or do you just happen because there's so many, uh, you know, it's such a recognized thing now that you just happen to show up an event and there's other Betty members or there's other people that are aware of the brand. Yeah, but like I'd say both. There are some organized things okay. at the bigger events year round. Um, and then there used to be some camps, but the, it has gotten so big that it's hard for her to do mm. that now. Um, but like at every race, um, I did Victoria in uh, G end of May and um, there was... I think 10 of us there. And so there's always a group. And if you know who's going prior, you know, we do some planning and, um, and meetups and whatnot as well. So yeah, it's quite fun. Gotcha. Yeah. I think, I, I, I think Brandon yeah. was at Victoria. He's not in the Betty squad, uh, for sure, but <laughs> <laughs> I think Brandon was at Victoria. <laughs> Maybe honorary. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> He's got some skulls and crossbones, I'm sure. <laughs> but I don't think it's the same thing. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Where can listeners go get more information about the Betty Squad? And um, yeah, just on the website, bettydesigns.com. Um, Betty Designs. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Yeah, that is something that I have really been trying to find. Um, we have one here in Columbus. But um, I'm always looking to meet more women and yeah, just get involved more. I think that that's such a like a part, an important part of sport. Also, um, this can be like triathlon can be such a like lonely individual sport, mm -hmm. and so to be able to like find those like minded people where if you're in the neighborhood, you can go out together. And if you're not, you can like pull up your screen and do some Zwift and chatting together. And it just, you know, it keeps your, your energy higher. And, um, I'm just a big person for communicating and I love that. Yeah. On that side, it's definitely more motivating when, you know, people are doing it together. So yeah, it's been great. I love that. The, the social piece for me is big. <laughs> my husband, Tyler does not care for the social aspect of anything. <laughs> triathlon related I should add that extra co comment in there that he doesn't understand he's like what do you mean you want to go and like talk to people and work out with people and you care what other people are doing for their workouts today like just do you and I'm like no it's more fun to know what other people are doing or do the same workout on the same day and go to the same races and totally. just having that community is know, something he doesn't yeah, it's appreciate hard to as not much as I do. And unless you, you know, you are a part of something like that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think, you know, I think Tyler's just so fast. He doesn't need to talk to anybody, right? So we <laughs> all, we, you know, we, we all at the end of the, at the end of the race in particular, we're looking for everybody to talk to at that point, right? Tyler, Tyler's <laughs> already, he's done and gone. So he doesn't understand that part and good for him, right? We're not, I'm not yes. hating on him at all. Jealous maybe, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
He's what, too focused. Yeah. What, so, uh, Brittany, what was the full that you did in 17? Um, I did the Whistler, the Whistler Ironman. So Ironman Canada. Okay. Um, in years past, it's been in Penticton. Um, and then for a few years, it moved to Whistler. And then this past year, it actually moved back to Penticton. So um, it was a pretty cool experience to do it in Whistler. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was very hard course, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but beautiful. Gotcha. And is that the, uh, is that the only full distance race that you've done? That is the only full. Okay. I've only ever done 70.3 and then the one full. I've never done any sprints or or uh, Olympics or anything. So oh. I was kind of thinking maybe that'd be fun, novel idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They are fun. Yeah, that's something that I, I skipped the Olympic t- as well. I did a couple of sprints. And I've, I've admitted before, I'm, I became a bit of an Ironman snob. Once, once I did the first 70.3, I was like, I'm not going back. Like I'm, this is the direction <laughs> I'm going. But I do think that there's probably, uh, some value associated in what you can learn and pick up in a local seven, uh, a local, a sprint distance, or probably even an Olympic distance race. And I'm thinking about, uh, exploring those benefits this coming year because, it's expensive, right? This whole sport is getting, it's just, it's just adding up and adding up and adding up. And, and, uh, you know, those local races, um, they're a little bit easier on the budget. There's not any travel costs, you know, things like that. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Very true. I'd agree. Yeah. Like you, you learn different things about yourself too, when you have to push, you know, harder for a shorter amount of time also, right. Which would be beneficial. I think in, in the turnover to the longer races also. Yeah. I, and I, I'm, I'm real bad with quotes. And so I feel really bad on who said it, but I was listening to another (laughs) podcast and they had, uh, they had a former female Olympic triathlete on and she's, and she had said that the Olympic distance is really the distance you can literally race the entire race. Like you should Mm -hmm. be able to all out swim, all out bike, and then be able to actually run the 10 K at the end of the race versus that even in the 70.3, our pace isn't what we could go out and run a, you know, a standalone half marathon. Uh, well, yeah. mine isn't anyway, uh, for sure. So, uh, we'll see, we'll see how that goes. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. The local ones are a great place to build that community too, where I feel mm. like we met a lot of people in the tri world in Columbus by going to those local ones. So that's a good point. That's an added benefit. Yeah. Good point. That is a good point. Maybe I should start my own, uh, series here in my little rural town, Jenna, see if I can get some (laughs) some people excited about it. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I still get weird looks at school when I wear my triathlon stuff. Do (laughs) you? My, my, a lot of my coworkers just don't understand. Why would I want to do that kind of, yeah, I, I get that. I get that at work too. Okay. Because we all yeah. have a little bit of crazy in us. And right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And you know, it's so funny because it's, it, you know, it's one of those things like you're not, you're not shaming them because they don't do it just because you're proud no. of the things that you do. But that's almost how it comes across. Like they, they act like they're, they're accepting that. Like, oh, you're trying I'm like, I'm not trying to make you feel bad. That's if you feel bad, that's on you. I'm just saying I'm proud of the fact that I, that I did that. Right. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Or the comment of, I could never do that. Mm. I don't always know how to respond. Cause I'm like, yeah, you could. Good. You, 
You just choose not to. Might not want to, or, you know, some people might not be able to, of course, but. It's mindset. It's mindset. Yeah. Absolutely. A lot of it is mindset for many of the people that I've talked to where it's. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so Brittany, we mentioned in the opener that you are also a podcaster. I am. Yeah. And so you host Mom Sweat Sanity. And while I'm probably not your target demographic, I did actually listen to a couple of your episodes. Um, <laughs> how did you? How did you get? I am. How did? You, yeah, Jenna is. How did you get? How did you get into that? Yeah. Well, so it's something that I've just kind of had on my the back burner uh, for years, just an interest in um, listening to podcasts on my runs, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, um, and then come. COVID year hit and I was missing just the connection. Um, just, you know, seeing different people, meeting new people, just, just connecting just mm-hmm. in general. So, um, I decided, you know, this is the year I'm going to, I'm going to do it. So, um, just started by reaching out, getting conversations going, lots, lots of women and, and their stories and training and, and things like that. Um, so yeah, it was, it is a fun endeavor. I've had a little bit of, um, I've, it has taken a little bit of a back burner for the last six months to a year to be totally honest. So mm-hmm. I'm actually in the midst of, um, yeah, getting it back up and, and going and launching for 23 again. Um, nice. yeah, so it's a, it's definitely a passion project and, um, yeah, it's, it's been a fun one. That is awesome. Yes. It's, it's funny, and I think Jenna is learning this now, but podcasting takes time. Like, it's something that you really have mm-hmm. to uh, put put some effort into, some work into um, between show prep, recording, editing, promotion, all of that stuff. And it, it you know, and it it, it seems easy when you when you hear other people are doing it, yeah. but it's. Uh, Passion project is probably the best description of a podcast, uh, and that's how I view ours. Right? Is it we do it because we enjoy it? We enjoy talking to other athletes and sharing stories. And you know, I would I was going to ask what what kind of what kind of, of feedback if you have gotten any do you get from your listeners? Yeah, I think like in general, just um, the honesty of people and everyone has their own, you know, tips of whatever, be it their field is, um, everyone seems to take something from it. And I think the most genuine comments are also when people are, you know, saying just how personal and personable the guests can be and how they're, you know, willing to open up and share um, you know, on whatever topic we may be talking about, but, um, just, you know, being able to actually have real conversation. And as we are right now, we're, we're seeing people, we're seeing each other on screen. Mm -hmm. I think that that's such a huge, um, um, perk, I guess, to podcasting, whether you're in person or like we are on, on the phones here, like being able to actually see a face definitely helps for more personal conversation. Yeah. So, yeah, just the realness. I think everyone has really appreciated. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And to not to not to distract from the conversation we're having right now, but I would have to say, during you know, COVID changed a lot of things for 
for everybody mm-hmm. in a, in a work environment, we used to do a lot of conference calls mm-hmm. or in-person meetings and we all went Microsoft teams and it was very similar to what we're doing now. And I will never go yeah. back to conference calls yeah. as a, as a result of it, because it's just a different level of connection when you're, when you're able to see, uh, see somebody, um, but I would have to, I, just from from my personal uh, perspective, and I'm and I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but the hearing the you know the feedback from the audience of saying I enjoyed hearing the stories and I was able to connect. It's, it's you said it best. It's a passion project, but that right there is so valuable as the podcast host mm-hmm. or the right. Do you do you agree? Uh, with I that? think like it's just. If you know that you're like helping or reaching just like one person mm-hmm. um, that is listening, then like, then I feel like, well, then like my job's done, right? Like that's, that's all yeah. that I, I just wanted that one person that was supposed to hear that conversation of the day to hear it. And so, yeah, I think that that's just fulfilling in its own right. Yeah, totally agree. It makes my day when I, when I get the little uh, message through Instagram or the email of saying, I I enjoyed listening to the episodes and, you know, I got one the other day where I was, uh, I was training for a 70.3 and I had so many doubts, but then I heard your listeners had the same doubts and I really connected to that or your, your uh, guests. And I was like, Oh my God, that is so awesome. Right. And I, you know, I appreciate people taking the time to share that. And, uh, and, you know, I'll, I'll start forward then forwarding them to you so that you can have the same okay, good. <laughs> so you can have the same good feels <laughs> well we're still figuring some things out you know yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh that's yeah. too funny that is too funny okay so so not that you would have a particular episode because we know that all of our podcast episodes are like our children and we don't have a favorite one they just all have different uh levels of um, affection in our hearts and stuff like that. Is there a particular topic that you've covered on your podcast that you're particularly uh, proud of, or you feel like when uh, you know you were able to expand on some things that you didn't think you'd get into? Oh, good question. I told you I was going to have some hard hitting questions for <laughs> I you. Know. I think that you know, for for a few of them, there's been a bit more of like the personal moments and whatnot. I have more coming out like in 2023 that I'm quite excited about. And um, I think just, I, as I, as I mentioned, like, I think that people resonate more with when we are more open and honest with everything, like from struggle to, you know, Instagram's just like that surface level highlight reel in general. And so being able to actually have conversation and go a bit deeper, the podcast allowed to do that. So yeah. Um, yeah. I have some good conversations coming in the new year and, um, back, I guess one of my first ones we were speaking of, um, kind of mental health and kids. And so that was, um, that was one that just hit a bit harder for me. Um, just being obviously a parent also, but, um, yeah, I think that they all kind of have, you know, their glimmers. I think that that's what we hope for, right? Every, everyone has something in there that is like that, that takeaway. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Jenna, do you have a favorite episode? Hmm. I don't think so. <laughs> I thought you were going to say all the ones that you were on. Yeah. <laughs> I may not listen to the oh, ones that I'm on. Jenna. 
I'm still not used to hearing my voice. Yeah, that takes some, <laughs> some effort. <laughs> Doesn't it? Yeah. We you don't and I don't know the science behind so, it, but why does your voice not sound the same in your head as it does back on the recording? Totally. I don't know. <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day. Know. Actually, too. So <laughs> Yeah, and it's so funny because we were we were doing something at work today and I was on a I was on a meeting last week. And we are working with this outside consultant that's doing like our website redesign for the company that I work for. And one of the guys that works for this company called iWork, he has got like this deepest, richest voice I've ever heard in my entire life. And had I not gotten into podcasting, I probably wouldn't have noticed it or whatever. But I was like, just (laughs) mesmerized. I was like, oh my God, right? And so uh, we were talking today about something and I was, they were wanting to do some voiceover or whatever. And I'm like, well, I'm just going to tell you right now, this guy, Ryan, that was on the call the other day, like he's your guy right there. And they're like, well, you're a, they're like, you're a podcaster. I'm like, yeah, but I can't, my voice ain't as good as this guy's voice for sure. Oh, that's awesome. Just being honest. Yeah. I guess if I had to pick one. I really, I really liked interviewing my father-in-law. Mm. I thought that was fun and yeah. special. So even though I haven't listened to it, I liked doing it. So we'll go with that. Well, you should go back and listen. <laughs> you should go back and listen to it for sure, right? Yeah, I probably should. <laughs> Brittany, you said you have your um, your race in Moab, Utah, uh, which I'm assuming you have your passport up to date so you can go <laughs> to the United States and all that stuff, right? I do. Yeah, I'm good there. <laughs> <laughs> so. This this episode is actually going to air the first week in January. Oh, cool! Okay. Right, so we'll be we'll be six days in, awesome. uh, and we all know that we start the new year with a fresh start and all that. So on day six, the day the episode airs, what 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 do you what would you like to have accomplished by by then? Do you do you you're like I <laughs> I hope that I'm still doing X. You know what? I will be doing that day. I'll tell you. I'll be listening to the podcast when I'm on my bike. Riding, nice. riding in Maui. <gasps> in Hawaii? In Hawaii, what? yes. <laughs> oh, no. Are you going out there for vacation? Yeah, we're going to go after the chaos of Christmas. So, yeah. Oh so, I'm excited. I'm bringing gosh. my bike with me, and I'm going to meet up with a few Betty girls that are over there also. Uh, when, I, when I was there the other year, we went for some runs and rides together. So, really looking forward to doing that. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so my Hawaii geography is as bad as everything else. Okay. <laughs> M- Maui is which I- is Maui the island or is Maui a city on an island? Maui's the island. Okay. Maui's the island, and yep. that's not the island that Kona's on. No. 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 Uh, okay. Yeah. So that I do know. <laughs> okay, I don't know. I don't know. Different islands. They're also. I've only been to those two islands, um, and they're extremely different and so beautiful in their own rights too. Um, I'd love to adventure to some other ones as well, actually. But uh, yeah, the, us family, we go, we go there every year or two um, as a group. So excited to get back there. And how long are you going to be that out there? A couple of weeks. Oh my God, that is so yeah. awesome. Yeah. So you're, you're going to take your bike and you're going to do some running and you probably do some swimming while you're out there, right? Because the, why not? Yeah. But you know, how can you not? I, I know true, but to be totally honest, that's like the one part of triathlon I'm not a lover of. <laughs> I feel like yes. I get through the swim and I know a lot of people are in, in the same boat with that one. Oh I, yeah. I get through the swim and I can't wait to get onto my bike. I love riding um, uh-huh. and I love to run. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, not I- a big like open water 
swimmer fan, especially in shark infested waters. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> yeah, that is definitely fair. So I, I, and Jenna, I can't remember you, you, you don't like the swim. Or you like the swim. Where are we at on the swim? I like the swim. Do you? you like the swim? I need okay. to learn to like it. I don't like the bike though. So I probably should switch those. My mindset is One's a bit longer for triathlon. The biggest place that you can like get stronger to, to make the biggest wins in time is the bike. Like I can yeah. cut time off my run slowly, but like the bike is like, you can cut like 15 minutes off. Mm -hmm. I'm never going to do that in the water. So I'm like, meh. <laughs> yeah. <It's> true. So, <laughs> so I agree with you for sure, Brittany. I think uh, I'm as bad as fast as I'm going to get in the water. Except, except for this year when I'm going to Oregon and I'm going to be, I'm going to have this crazy fast current assist. So I think I will be faster in the water, but not based on my own natural ability. Whatever. Choose those races. <laughs> That's why we do that. Yeah. But, but where I'm at is I'm wondering if my bike is hurting my run, meaning Maybe I, you know what I'm saying? Like when I was in Chattanooga this over year, biking. yeah, I got the sense that maybe I had been over biking, uh, yeah. but so I backed it down a little bit and my run was better. But to your point, I don't know that I gained on the run what I gave up on the bike. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I might, I might be back in your camp on this deal. Yeah. I think like too, like the bike can like with the strength from the bike, it will help your run and your endurance ability mm -hmm. to do so. Um, yeah. Just finding that like sweet spot, right? It's it's hard sometimes to figure out the balance between all three and then putting strength in there also. So like four sports yeah. um, as to like what your week's going to look like to make sure you can get them all in and then not be sore from your strength to go for a run, you know? <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then when you get to a certain age, you got to make sure you're stretching uh, <laughs> yeah. on, on the regular, right? Jenna, you're not there yet, but trust I'm me. I'm horrible. Uh, at that. Don't worry, Jenna. <laughs> it'll come. It'll come. But but you're exactly right. I, I I told Jenna before we started. I actually went to the pool this morning for the first time in like two weeks, and I I could tell as I was swimming, I'm I'm not in the right condition. And, you know, it's one of those things because uh, I haven't been running enough. So not only was I not swimming, but I really haven't run much. I ran 12 miles, but that was like two weeks ago. And so while they like what you just said, while they're different sports, they're so related or you're the way that your body uh, has to perform to almost to complement them totally. uh, is really amazing. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. So what do you have uh, on the calendar besides the Moab uh, three-day <laughs> trail run? Well, I'm, I'm being, I think, coerced into doing Oceanside. Uh, in April? In April. Ooh. Yeah. So we'll see. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I'm ex I love the location it's it's you know all of that is great my only thing again is it's open water like that's full-on ocean um so I like to pick my I, I generally like to pick my races for the swim being you know yeah. lake uh Oregon sounds amazing and um if, mm -hmm. if the timing it's just horrible timing to be honest for midsummer for me with the kids all at home but yeah. like that's that race sounds amazing um there's you know those ones i'd like to pick and choose for sure so 
but I, I kind of think Oceanside will be my first um, longer try of the year. We have nothing short here until the earliest would be May for like sprint and Olympics just because of our weather. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd like, I would like to do a few of those this year too, just to have some fun and see what my body can do in a shorter, you know, a shorter period. Yeah. 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 So have you kind of settled yourself into the 70.3 being your longer race? I have. I enjoyed doing the full. It was an experience. Um, I'm not going to say I won't do one again. Although when I did it, I said this was like harder than childbirth. It was so... I won't say I will never do one again, just the right circumstances. But for now, just with the age and stage of my kids, um, I there's no possible way of me fitting in that many hours in the day of the, the required yeah. training that it needs. 70.3 is a great sweet spot where I can I can do it and still be a really great human and mom and and wife. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know, I know you're, right. I know you're, you're, you know, you said that in jest, but you, you gave birth three times and you only did one full. So maybe there is some, uh, <laughs> <Maybe> <laughs> there's that something to that. <laughs> <laughs> <That's right. laughs> oh yeah, I don't know. I think maybe one day if I can like somehow magically like qualify for like Kona by doing a half and I can go do that. <laughs> Yeah, but, but now I don't know if it would be Kona or Nice with this whole new controversy oh, out there. Oh boy, there are some people, and rightfully so. Like there's a there's some people wound up, and Jim Risto, who's a big fan of the show, he qualified for his legacy this he at Florida at the you know end of the season, and then all of a sudden they've pulled this thing, and I can't even imagine. Um, having to, 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 you know, to go through all of those emotions. No. I mean, I, I, I hope they get, they get things squared away, but to be honest, like, I, I don't know what's going on. They're, they're canceling races, uh, that have been in place for a long time. They're, they're moving some, I mean, I think it's good that they're, they're doing 70.3s in areas that they've never done them before. I know Jenna, you're doing that happy Valley one in Penn state, yep. but they canceled Lubbock here in Texas, which has oh, been really? a race for like 30 years. Yeah. They've oh, had it there wow, for 30 days. Yeah, they canceled it this past week. Um, oh. They canceled Alaska already. And there are yeah. people that, and the, what's disappointing, we're not sponsored by Ironman, so I can say this with no recourse. Um, there's people that have already booked airfare and hotel accommodations, and they can't get, the, unless they took out travel insurance. And I don't even know if they took out travel insurance, they're going to get their money back yeah. uh, because the race is canceled. And so, you know, that you get the customary, oh, well, you can transfer your, you know, your registration to this other race yeah. when really they should offer you a refund, if nothing else, right? Absolutely. Because they, they canceled the race yeah. that you wanted to do. Yeah. But, um, you know, we still continue to support them right. because oh. it's the coolest. I mean, it's not the only game in town, but it's the coolest. So oh. there's. It's true. <laughs> yeah. There's some other cool ones out there that I'd like to like look into. Um, I've never done like the a challenge. And then there's the one like okay. on the racetracks. So, um, Daytona and stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those look mm -hmm. cool. So. That yeah. Does look cool. Yeah. There's some other ones. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think they they you know on the racetrack is cool, but that'd be kind of a boring ride just going around in an oval for how many laps? I think now you could probably set a pretty good bike split. Yeah, I was gonna say it'd be like smooth <laughs> and fast though, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely for sure. I probably get dizzy. <laughs> oh, that is too funny. So you're going to relaunch your podcast uh, early this coming year in 2023. Exactly. Yeah, early 2023. I haven't, I haven't launched the date yet. That's okay coming. So, yeah, excited to get back onto that one and um, yeah, get talking again. Okay, and and but you you've kept up with your Instagram uh in its um mom sweat sanity yeah uh, on instagram uh, yeah totally mom sweat sanity mom dot sweat dot sanity <laughs> okay okay and you already have uh you already have episodes lined up and recorded like how would somebody is that the best way somebody would reach out to you say hypothetically somebody is listening to your podcast and and they're like oh my god this is exactly what i needed to hear today because that's how the world works right. Brittany. you know you know you know that right and so you would encourage them to reach out you through instagram and just yeah. say hey thank you for putting out this incredible um content it helped me get through x y or z right thank you yeah absolutely the best way through through instagram for now i also have email but you can find that through instagram anyways and um yeah 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 absolutely cool that's awesome and you release episodes on monday tuesday what days do you tuesdays on Tuesdays. Okay. So in an undisclosed Tuesday in the very near future, uh, through Spotify or Apple or wherever you get your podcasts, make sure you check out mom sweat sanity. Uh, we've got some good episodes coming up. Thank that's you. it. That's the best that. commercial promo I can that give is, you there. Brittany. No, that's just like the voice you were talking about. I'm going to, ah, that's funny. Oh, that thank is funny. you. Yeah. Awesome. Well, you've been fun to hang out with. So, so what we haven't learned yet. So there's a few things as we're starting to kind of land the plane here, as they say in the biz, <laughs> right? Um, there's that's always our, a few that's things. That's our biz. That's our family. That's our biz. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do they actually say that? Well, that's our family yeah. business, actually. Airlines. Uh, uh-uh, <laughs> seriously? You have your own airline? That's pretty cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good one. That is that is funny. Um, so we, we always kind of wrap up with a few uh, last minute questions as we're closing out the show. Um, I'm a big bike fan. I love bikes. I love hearing about bikes. I love talking about bikes. And we know you're taking your bike with you to Maui, which is one of the islands in Hawaii. Yep. Um, but we don't know what kind of bike you have. Okay. Well, I have a tri bike. My tri is um, a uh, Trek. Ooh. My road bike is a felt. So I'm going to bring okay. my felt with me. I'm actually okay. in the midst right now of... Um, I'm, I'm wanting to upgrade my road bike as well now and, and go Trek as well. I, I love my Treks. Um, felt mm-hmm. was a fun ride and it's been a great bike, but, um, yeah, but that's the one that's coming with me to Maui. So you have a speed concept? Um, no, my Trek is a, oh gosh. Oh, you know what? No, no, it's yeah. I'm like, which one is it? No, it's Trek. Um, no, it's not a speed concept. I don't even know what it's called. That's how bad I am okay. right now. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Oh my gosh. It's been a while. So, it's it's literally sitting on my trainer in front of my computer right now, but no, not a speed concept. My husband used to race the speed concept actually, but um yeah, okay. no, I'm on to no, I lie. I'm on to felt. My my tri bike's a felt. 
I have my okay. mics rotated here. <laughs> gotcha. Well, it's easy to get them mixed up for sure. Uh, I'm 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 a big Trek fan personally. Jenna knows this, so Are I you? have a speed. Yeah, well, that's how I key on it. So I have a speed oh. concept, and oh, okay. so I'm always like, "Oh, you got a speed concept too." Um, and I have a Trek mountain bike. Okay. And then I have a Trek road bike that I'm currently in the process of building. Okay, so what's your road bike? I, I'm I'm curious in this because I'm like, do I go in Monda or do I go Domain? So I'm gonna be honest. Um, I have an older Trek road bike frame, and so it's like a 5500, or it's like one of the original carbon frames. So okay. it's it's a vent. It's more in the vintage line. <laughs> Amazing. But uh, it's gonna have all modern components. I got Di2 for it and the whole thing, right? So I'm gonna paint it. My Speed concept is two tone black, shiny black, flat black. Oh, nice! Yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna paint my road bike to match it, so it's gonna be like a matching twin with all the same stuff. It's gonna be super cool. I like that. Um, I, but I would say uh, the domain is you know always what I hear people are riding uh, for the road bike. So yeah. You know, there's that. I know. I, I've been looking at something like, oh, that looks like a pretty nice bike. But yes, my my um, felt <laughs> tri bike is a pretty amazing bike too. I'd never actually had. Awesome. That's why I had a felt um, AR one originally for my road bike because on that bike you can actually switch your seat and then mm -hmm. it's in a full arrow position. So if you're only going to own one bike, that uh -huh. one actually can be road or tri. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. So, wow. but then a few years ago, my husband surprised me for Christmas with my, my felt tri bike. So now I can keep the seat in one position on my road bike. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, that's a pretty, um, that's a pretty nice gift to get there. So is your husband, yeah. is he pretty supportive of your triathlon he, uh, adventures? Yeah. He's, he's very supportive of it. Absolutely. I'm very lucky there. <laughs> Well, that is awesome. Yeah. Uh, I, and I don't want to, I don't want to give any uh, impression that my wife is not supportive. Um, and when I say <laughs> she's supportive, she, she doesn't comment on how expensive things are <laughs> regularly. I would just say periodically she mentions it, but regularly she doesn't say how expensive things are. So that, I, I consider that supportive. So we'll, absolutely. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Jenna, would you say Tyler is supportive? Yeah. A little too much. So sometimes T Tyler is Jenna's coach. Oh, okay. partially. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And yeah. Oh. Guilt giver and all of the things. <laughs> Tyler's pretty fast. But in a good way. Tyler's oh. pretty fast. He's a, he's a pretty, uh, he's a pretty strong athlete. Is, Brittany. Does he do yes. triathlon too then? Okay. So yes. he got you into it. Yes. So you he can did. blame him he when did. things go wrong and then like yeah. thank him when things go great. <laughs> That's a good solid. Plan. I might already do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. So I have one final question okay. as well. I have been asking all of our guests if you will get the Iron Man tattoo. Oh. Since you've completed your full. You know, it's funny. Like I, I thought when I first did it that I for sure would, and then just time went on, and I haven't. Um, I have tattoos. I'm not like against them or anything. I think if it was the right time and place and you know, it was one that really like resonated with me then maybe, but at this point I don't have an M dot. <laughs> I just like hearing everybody's story of either why they have it or why they don't. And it's just not that many people are like super against tattoos in any way, but it's just interesting to me to hear 
everybody's story about, I mean, I feel like most people have an awesome story that go along with their tattoos. So it's nice to see and hear those stories when it comes to the M dot too. I totally agree. I think that that's what makes it, you know, worthwhile for any tattoo that you're not going to regret, right? At least it's right. like a story and it's meaningful to you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you you definitely want to make sure that if you get a tattoo, you think it all the way through because if, if you decide later on in life you're going to have the tattoo lasered off, that is so painful. Uh, twice, well, I don't even, it's way more than twice as expensive, but so much more infinitely painful to have it removed than it was to put on for sure. Um, Do you have but, this experience? It sounds like you have experience. Yeah, oh yeah, from does. personal experience. Okay. So, <laughs> so I've told the, I've told the, I've told the story before I had got, I got a tattoo when I was like 24 years old and it's on my right leg. And, um, my wife also got a tattoo and she went to have hers laser removed and so she went and got her first treatment. She came home and she's like, it was super painful, but you're going Saturday. Like she didn't even ask me. She just made my appointment. Right. <laughs> and this is what's funny. So I, I go in there. Of course, I'm super nervous. And when I'm nervous, I talk. That's just like my thing. And so I'm talking to Amber. She's the she's the nurse uh, who's doing it. And she's getting ready to, sh to shoot me with the laser beam. And I was telling her the story about how uh, where I got the tattoo. I went to this tattoo parlor and can't be blah, blah, blah. And she literally stopped. Now she's got these glasses on. She <laughs> takes the glasses off, like the safety glasses. She looked at me and she said, you paid somebody for this? <laughs> like that's how bad the tattoo is or was. Uh, yeah. And so I've been through probably seven treatments, wow. seven to 10. And it just it's not gone so yet? painful. No, no. I mean, it's, it's lightened itself up considerably, but knowing what I know now, I would have just left it. Like it's, yeah. it's just, the whole thing has just been a train. Else. Yeah. The whole thing has been a bad, like it was a bad idea to get it. It was a bad idea to try to have it removed. Now it just looks like a weird mark on my leg. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. Oh gosh. Anyway, that's funny. Well, Brittany, you've yeah. been, you've been so much fun hanging out with, uh, I feel like we got to, uh, we get to learn a little bit about, uh, geography tonight. Uh, <laughs> we learned that we learned that Maui is, uh, is, is a state <laughs> or a, an Island in Hawaii and that Vancouver is North of Seattle and um and that it's in canada. and it's in canada <laughs> and that it's uh awesome uh to be a member of the betty uh design squad and all that um and we definitely encourage uh, everybody to to listen to mom sweat sanity mm -hmm. but as we as we really start to close things out tonight we always ask our guests if they have any uh last words or final thoughts that they would like to uh leave the audience with do you have anything like that Oh, well, I think just in general, I just appreciate being asked to be on here and uh, meeting with both of you and have been listening to your podcast also. And um, oh, thank you. yeah, just, yeah, it's, it's been great conversations all the way through and just hearing what, you know, brings other people and yourselves into these sports and, you know, all the like-minded craziness that we all share for for these endurance sports is really cool. So just appreciate you guys uh, and putting out all this content. Well, we appreciate that very much. Don't yeah, we, Jenna? Thank, thank you. <laughs> see, see, you get to hear it firsthand. You didn't have to, I didn't have to forward you the email. <laughs> <laughs> there you well, go. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brittany, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe I'll see you in Salem 
uh, Oregon uh, in July if your kids' uh, schedules don't get too crazy. You never know, right? No, not, never uh, know. It's, not, it's not off the table, right? No, yeah, you never know. You never know. Exactly. Otherwise, another one, hopefully, here soon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we'll, yeah, if not, we'll, we'll be tracking you potentially in Oceanside because we love to track former guests in the Ironman tracker uh, and cheer them on from a distance. <laughs> and so we'll be cheering you on. And we will be super, super jealous to know that when your podcast episode airs, you'll be in Maui. I know. Uh, on, on your uh, felt road bike with all your Betty, Betty sisters. Thank you. I'll be reminiscing about this one. So thanks, guys. <laughs> Appreciate it. All right. Well, you have a, uh, you have fun and uh, we hope to talk to you again soon. Likewise. Thank you. Have a great night. Thanks, Brittany. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you have any questions, advice that you would like to share, or would like to be a guest on the show and share your story, you can email everydayironmanpodcast at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to follow on Instagram at everydayironmanpodcast. Until next time. Keep moving forward.